When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Protein Chop Slab from Chemist Warehouse, only $3.99. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. It is tw- uh, tw- 18 away from 8 here on SENZ. Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Sale GP. Man, there is no rest for the wicked. Those guys. Feels, <laughs> feels like, they, like yesterday. Yeah, they just they only wrapped up not long ago. And they're back in action this weekend. Gone. Uh, up in Chicago. And uh, the first regatta of the 23-24 season. Successful one too. Beat the Aussies and the Canadians in the final. And uh, well done to the boys. Good way to start the season again. Blair Chook joins us. Uh, g'day, Blair. Yeah, do, do you have any downtime at all, mate, or you just you just planning for next uh, for the next one? Morning, team. Uh, yeah, not too much. Just landed back in Aotearoa an hour ago. Um, so yeah, actually only back for six days or something, and then up to Europe for quite a big stint. So um, yeah, busy time at the moment, but it's all part of it. And yeah, epic way to start the season off with a win in Chicago. Um, some real good mahi from the team over the last couple of months or two. Then they'll go our way with the final in San Fran, but um, yeah, great bounce back and way to set a good foundation for the season. Yeah, great to be back racing and getting one over those Canadians, in particular our neighbours, the Australians, Chuki. Well done, mate. Thanks so much for joining us. Obviously racing traditionally in the ocean, saltwater. Is there much difference when you're racing on the, on the freshwater? I know when I've been boating, the boat reacts totally different from fresh to, to the sea. Is, is there a lot of difference? Is there a big difference with your approach to racing on, on the freshwater? Yeah, cheers, Izzy. Uh, yeah, especially when you're up on the hydrofoil. So uh, like you probably noticed when you're between the lake and, and the ocean, um, it's quite a lot less density in the water in a freshwater lake. Um, so that affects how the boat floats and then um, obviously when you start foiling, how the foil reacts. So we need a, a bit more speed to get up on uh, and foiling, probably like mm. three kilometres more boat speed, um, one, or, one or two knots, and then and then the manoeuvres are just slightly different. So probably the biggest change is for Andy on the flight control. Andy Maloney did a real good job for us this weekend and that when you're used to how the boat reacts and... Um, you know, in the salt water, when you get into fresh water, uh, it's reacting differently. Then I guess it's a flight controller that adapts the best, um, that does well. And yeah, well, especially on the Saturday uh, or on the Friday, the first day of racing. On the on the second day, obviously there wasn't much wind, so there wasn't any foiling going on. Couldn't couldn't get it up on the falls. Hey, Blair, thanks for joining us this morning, Ozzy and Kempe. Um, I just want to take you back. I just want to take you back because I want to talk about that final. And uh, the Aussie boat going down. Like I was sitting in the I was sitting in the doctors, mate, and I had my I had the GP on my phone. I'm sort of looking at it, and I'm watching you guys come through the field. I just want to know what the feeling was like when the Aussie boat went down. And uh, I was going, I started screaming at my phone. The nurse was talking to me, <laughs> and uh, I started screaming at the phone, thinking that you guys were were actually going to pass them on the finish line there. Mate, what was it? What was it like? going back through that field and getting so close to actually taking that one out. Yeah, well, certainly a hell of a race, really. Couldn't have been any closer. Um, I think 
step back a little bit that first reach the you know the off the start line there we had a real opportunity mm. to get over the top of them um, and beat them to mark one but just you know that came down to a meter half a meter um, and we weren't able to do that so that was the first opportunity you know if we had got in front there then we would have definitely backed ourselves to stay in front but from there they got a reasonably reasonable distance ahead of us and yeah, we just we get the pressure on, but they, they obviously then made a few mistakes and halfway up that beat probably the same as you in the in the um, doctor's room there. We were thinking, shit, we got an opportunity at this um, to just keep the hammer down, executed some good manoeuvres, and they made a couple more mistakes. And then, yeah, just um, you know they, they did a good job to regroup for that last manoeuvre and and pull it off and and just um, I guess edge us out to that last turning mark. So yeah, couldn't have been. T- uh, closer and yeah, pretty tough when the whole season comes down to that race and you, you miss by small margins. That's that's what we play for to you know try and win at, in those tight situations. We couldn't get it done on that day. Well, they say you take plenty from your losses, and you've had a short pre uh, preseason heading into uh, the Sale GP. You've obviously got one on the board already. Was there any glaringly obvious? changes that you've made heading into this season that you could pinpoint or something that you you took away from last season that you're trying to do different this year? Yeah, obviously, like you mentioned, real short turnaround is so, um, you know, you couldn't pull a lot back, but it was enough to, when we debriefed the season, um, there was a couple or a few areas we definitely could have done better and, and were letting us down. Um, but as you go into those last few events of the season you're only making small adjustments and we still obviously had a hell of a job to make it to the final so we were a little bit reluctant to um, take too big a step changes I guess but the break in the season allowed us to do that in in a couple of areas Um, first off the start obviously as you guys know the start in Saudi is critical um, and it wasn't something we were were doing consistently well we um, we had had good starts but uh, there was definitely teams that start on average better than us so we've changed how we do that a little bit of our strategy in the start people that have watched closely would have noticed that we were a lot closer to the line um, than our normal um, sort of out the back coming through fast approach Um, so that's going to take a little bit of refinement um, but pretty pleasing that you know in that case that we can still get a good result or a really really good result with a, a change of strategy. Yeah, a good good result. Um, race one, you're getting the win there, and then, mate, just did you learn anything when you couldn't get it off the foils from any of the other boats? Was there was there like in your debrief uh, a conversation around the sa- uh, the sailing if if that ever happens again? Yeah, well, we've never sailed in that lighter wind before. Um, Singapore and Dubai were light, but nothing like that. That was, you know, even in the practice before the racing, we didn't even lift one hull out of the water. Um, so. Yeah, it was super light, like two or three knots of wind, uh, you know, five, six kilometres an hour. So um, there was a technique, again, people that watch closely, the the dagger the dagger boards, the foils, um, you know, they're controlled by hydraulic. They're named pump. after me. Yeah. <laughs> Israel 1 and Israel 2, the, da- the dagger boards. The dagger boards. Is that, is that the yeah. one, is, hey, hey, Blair, is that the one yeah, you run over running. all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. A little bump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, 
too good, too good. Hey, Blair, you said you're going to head up to Europe. Now, I know according to the uh, uh, GP calendar, you've got to be racing in LA at the end of July. So uh, what are you doing up in Europe? Is this America's Cup related? And, and how do you find switching between different, uh, I guess, different disciplines? Yeah, I think we're real lucky that it's, um, you know we get that consistency of the team through both. So it helps out a lot. Um, Liv's up in Europe at the moment. She's doing ETF with Live Ocean Racing, um, but the rest of us are back here now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've had a heck of a lot of practice at it now. We'll be If we get some wind, we'll be out on the water today, actually, um, with Team NZ. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're up to Europe for to Barcelona for the prep for next year. So we've got four months there. Um, it actually works quite well with SailGP because we've, like you say, we've got the LA event, so that would be a bit of a flight back, but um, we've got three other events in Europe right in, in that time we're up there, so that's going to be a, a bit nicer just doing the hour or two flights um, rather than, what, 15 or 16 hour one we've just done from Chicago now. No, yeah, just take the boat, mate. You'd be fine. Don't need a plane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't even de-rig it. Just, <laughs> your just get it up here. on the foils. Where you, where you go? What do you, what do you, what do you do, Blair? Like you get a little bit of downtime, but what do you do? What do you do? You get home. You know, you you had a, a quick turnaround to get back into to season four. And you come home. What is it? Golf at Izzy's down at the Clearwater, or what? What are you up to? Nah, mate. He's dying in it, Chivo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I spend a lot of time up um, home actually up in in Kitty Kitty. Uh, with us getting such a big time away coming up, just wanted to get some time up there. So yeah, just doing stuff around the the property and then um, bit of time down the out in the water too, trying to get some dives in because it's going to be all of a sudden when, by the time we get back it's summer again. So um, yeah, that was between I guess the team did sailing and and the planning for the next season. Um, that was about all I was up to in the last break back home. Blair, I've noticed there's, there's some stories been coming out of Spain, actually, now you talk about Barcelona, about orcas attacking yachts. Have you seen this? Yeah, and down in the Gibraltar Strait, so right in the south of Spain. Um, it's been happening for three years now, I think. Um, and yeah, it's pretty staggering, like the amount of um, attacks has been. I think like 250 yachts have been attacked. Um, so, yeah, I think the scientists are still trying to work out exactly why it is, whether it's I, a retaliation I, of a, a boat. I, I think it's because... Yeah, I think it's because orcas are just bastards of the sea um, and they've decided it's a bit of fun and they just teach it to each other and go, hey, have a cracker, this is fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I love killer whales. They're my favourite um, <laughs> marine animal, I reckon. They're, um, they're epic, um, very, very intelligent. So it'll be, yeah, whether it's retaliation or whether they're... Um, you know, using the boats as a bit of uh, a tool to teach the young how to hunt. Um, you know, still to be worked out, but certainly a problem for the cruising boats. And actually, the ocean races all the are just finishing off, and they're about to go through there. So, um, I guess I'll be a little bit concerned. <laughs> if we want to keep an eye on, mate. All right, good stuff, Blair. Well, I know you're just off a play, mate. You're probably knackered, so I'll let you go grab a coffee, put your feet up. Thanks very Thanks, much for Chuggy. coming on. Well done, mate. Yeah, great to chat. Thanks. Thanks for all the support you guys. Cheers, Blair. Cheers. There you go, Blair Chuck with us out of Sail GP. Yeah, I don't know if you boys have seen this. Yeah, these these orcas are in pods and they're literally just like pleasure boats, like your launches and things, and they're just ramming them and sinking them. Mm. They're not Scary. doing anything to the people on them. Scary. They're just sinking Scary. the boats. <laughs> just territorial. Get out of my ocean. It's just plain and simple. Free willy. <laughs> <laughs> Take your dagger boards. Yeah.
Just little bumps. Just little bumps. It was was a good comeback, too. Just a little bump. (laughs) Uh, Seven away from eight here on SENZ. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, your real house of fragrance.